I stand firmly in the fact that I'm one of the best to ever do this for the culture, for my coast, and for my city. This is the best rapper in LA podcast. 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 And I'm your host, Merce. 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 What up, though? What up, though? The Animal, starring Fonte Coleman, Merce, and Joe Scudder. This is a beat Ninth played me when we first got to the basement in North Carolina. He said, uh, Tay is going to work on this with you. I sat with Tay, Tay said, we're going to do a Mob Deep song. I was like, huh? We're going to rap like Mob Deep. Love, hate, relationship with Mob Deep. Mostly love, you know, the East Coast, West Coast thing when I was younger brought up some tension for me. But uh, that fucking that murder music album was undeniable. And I got over myself. Y'all need to give it up. We don't give a fuck. What y'all niggas want, the life is mine. Y'all need to give it up, cause we don't give a fuck. What y'all niggas want, the life is mine. Plus, I also, also grew as a man learning not Tupac's beef is not my beef. Funny as that sounds, it took me a long time to digest that. I don't know if there's people in my circle that ever did digest that. Man, my people loves me. I am no longer a fan of East Coast rap. It was really hard playing boot camp click when Tupac was out before he announced that he was down with them. Or any East Coast rapper around certain people in my inner circle. So rapping like Mob Deep stung a little bit, but I was like, okay. Like, you know, I love Havoc and Prodigy for sure. Like I bought Juvenile Hell. I bought the promo tape. I bought shoes like them. Like, I loved Mob Deep for longer than I was. Like I said, it was a brief moment in time where I was, my allegiance to Tupac. Tupac means so much to me, but I had to let it go. Um, HNIC, it's just like, God bless um, Prodigy, rest in peace. Um, and I recently got to rap on a Havoc beat with JB. I think it's called Songs in the Key of Life. Look in the mirror, all I see is flaws. I pray when you look at me, all you see is guards. I still owe Westbrook, he let me meet Nas. Never made it out the hood, I'm trying to beat the odds. My sentences are pyramids and hieroglyphs. Thank you, JB, for making that possible. It's a, like, a literal dream come true to rap over a Havoc beat. You live once, that's enough if you do it right. And Havoc made the beat in the key of life. We wreaking Havoc in the key of life. Black magic, what we be on mics. Going savage in this freedom fight. To the average nigga see the light. We wreaking Havoc in the key of life. Black magic, what we be on mics. Going savage in this freedom fight. To the average nigga see the light. I, I hit dingers, fuck up rap singers. It's been a while, but the legacy it lingers. 
misdemeanors. I got a couple here and there. But felony be when these white people see my hair and try to touch it. I'm not the one to fuck with. That's why I always got my hoodie up when in public. Tuck it. Like I used to do my baby now. My locks are even more sacred in these crazy times. Energy been viral since before the virus hit. My people know hard times, so we driving it. Surviving it, you got the shot or not. Either way you choose, it's all a part of a bigger plot. The new world order is the plan. Learn to grow your own food, go and get some land. Wu-Tang Ben told us so to bust the rhymes. Hey, it was just a little early, so adjust the times. I'm from the west side, he from the east side. It goes down again. J League living legends. Took a Merge the millionaire. Merge the millionaire. Like all these stuffs, like it's just the the fucking classic shit that oozes out of Fonte. Effortlessly. Effortlessly. Saves the change, man. Like, I don't know what the fuck you told that where this come from. It's just like, don't need no umbrella. In the rain. I'm like, he is spontaneously magic, man. It was like, whoa. This is a real intro. I guess a real rap song. Oh, shit. I heard your style and I beat you, nigga. Your whole album I sleep through, nigga. Cause Tay's an avalanche. So call the ambulance and tell him to pick up your people, nigga. Don't call Farrakhan to squash it. Better yet, call the sheriff and the coroner's office. Tell him it's a dead body on the corner of Lawson and Austin. Run quick, proceed with caution. These motherfuckers really think that Tay done lost it. He sold a couple records, now they thinking he flossing. But I ain't stopped battling. I just stopped rattling off rhymes for free because y'all was making me nauseous. Understand, fucker, I'm going to win regardless. I still got the hunger pangs from my apartment when me and Knife was broke splitting cans of Starkiss. Arguing about who LP was the hardest. With a handful of CDs ready to burn Some real hip-hop for your listening nerves A year later hooked up with a nigga named Merge Now everybody play our records for they women in churn Jay Lee got the East Coast getting the loop Living legends on the West Coast ready to shoot Get a cell phone and call up the troops Fonte, tailor-made for the game Y'all just following suit hey, yo, His verse, fire Uh... I can never get on the right one. He just comes in at a weird place, but it's so perfect. Like, I'm so mechanical. Even when I tried to do the animal live and do his verse, Ninth has to count me in, and I still miss it. Because Tay's an avalanche, so call the ambulance and tell him to pick up your people, nigga, you know? And we shout out Living Legends in the beginning, still people saying that I, you know, left the crew or whatever the fuck the narrative was. Definitely made sure... Um, Correct. Merge 316 meets foreign exchange. Keep your ear to the speaker, quit ignoring the names. Welcome to the next level, top floor in the game. The league done hooked up with a Cloverdale nigga, so skip your sidekick. I'm a next tail nigga. If I hit you on the chirp with a verse, you better roger that. Pitching word perfect from the land where the Dodgers at. Trying to get some money with some pussy on the side of that. Never have to ask where my killers or my riders at. But when fake gangsters trying to find where them dollars at, go to any city where there's pretty bras to holla at. The illest in your state. Went on a tour date and more great than your grandfather's father. Tell you, I know it gotta hurt them as they stand by the slaughter. Ought to be locked away when I rock this way. Getting rocked on the airways, but not for play. If my heart should stop and I drop today, I went against all odds and I got my way. I'm hey, ready for war, Verse 316 meets foreign exchange. Keep your ear to the speaker, quit ignoring the names. Welcome to the next level, top floor in the game. 
The league done hooked up with a Cloverdale nigga, so skip your sidekick. I'm a next tail nigga. If I hit you with a verse on a chirp, okay. This is me. I got, at this point, I, I thanks to Mr. Disney, I got a Nextel sponsorship. So I was getting new phones from, from Nextel. Um, and it's just like, all I had to do was like subtly take pictures, which, you know, be in pictures using my phone. Nextel was definitely the hood phone of choice. Uh, it was my favorite because if I ever was in a jam walking through the neighborhood, I could chirp to homies. Like it was a walkie, chirp is a walkie talkie feature where it, and then you could like walkie talkie and it would go through to them, they wouldn't have to look at their phone. They wouldn't have to, I wouldn't have to wait for them to call. I wouldn't have, I could just, Hey, I'm coming down. Um, I'm coming, coming up cocking right now. These niggas been following me since I was at Redondo. When I come around the corner, y'all meet us like shit like that. Tactical advantage. And it's also like, you could just chirp somebody and <laughs> be with their girl, whatever. It was fun, practical, tactical feature on the next tail phones. If I hit you with a chirp on a, if I hit you with a verse on a chirp and you just, Roger, like that's what we would say. Like, like, uh, me and my brother, like confirmation. It's a very, very, you know, living out our G.I. Joe fantasies. Never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Hitchin. Word perfect from the land where the Dodgers at. I don't know if everywhere I got that double entendre, but pitch is like the size of the words. Word perfect was a Microsoft program, I believe. Pitching type word, but also pitching word perfect from the land and throwing, you know, I throw the rhyme through the mic and I strike them out. It's also a reference to Jizza. I'm on the mound, G, and it's a no hitter. And my DJ, the catcher, he's my man. In the way, he's the one who devised the plan. He throws the signs and hook up the beat for clout. I throw the rhyme through the Pitching word perfect from the land where the Dodgers at. Trying to get some money with some pussy on the side of that. Never have to ask where my killers or my riders at. But when fake gangsters trying to find where them dollars at, go to any city where there's pretty bras to holla at. The illest in your state went on a tour date and more. Pitching word perfect from the land where the Dodgers at. I don't believe there was a black Dodger fan rapping, I don't know, about the Dodgers. I feel like the Dodgers had not and still aren't represented in. Like, Crooklyn Dodgers, like, there's not enough L.A. rappers rapping about the Dodgers. To me, when I'm doing this, um, and, as you know, as this progresses, first thing I do when I get my deal off of the success of this album, when I get a first, like, big advance from a record company, I buy season tickets to the motherfucking Dodgers. Only time I've cried at this, to this point. The funny thing, the next time I cry for happiness will be because of this album as well. But before this, the only time I've cried in my life for happiness is when Kirk Gibson hit that fucking home run. And it was a game one uh, World Series. Game right now is at the plate. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. I had the Dodger Koala. I was in love with Tommy Lasorda. I don't know if we talked about it on the cast, but like when my stepfather knew I loved Tommy Lasorda so much that he faked the autograph. And then we were like escaping our house to leave him from the abusive relationship. I started to almost cry as a like a 14 year old, I think 14, 13 year old 
young man who, who had seen a lot of shit at that point, I was like, we got to go back because I left the Tommy Lasorda autograph and my mom was like, he faked that. And I don't know if she told me, I, we talked about, I don't know if she told me if she faked the autograph because she didn't want me going back to find it and getting into it with him or it was really just a fake. But oh man, like all like my mom, like we're moving, living with my grandparents, me and my brother trying to get into new schools. We're like, got to find a new place to live. All this shit going on and my black ass is like, where is my Tommy Lasorda autograph that I got in the third grade? Love, love the city. I love the Dodgers. So this is also, once again, me in a room with a bunch of people that aren't from L.A. repping, trying to rep so hard. One of, To me, one of the best, still one of the best rappers in the world on this track. The world, I don't think, really knows how great Fonte is yet. But those of us who know Little Brother and know Fonte know. It's still, to me, one of the best. So I got to come with it, but I got to. So this is the double entendre, and I'm shouting out the Dodgers. I'm like, my pen is like, I'm straight. I'm not a rap bar for bar rapper anymore. I'm not. I don't. I stopped caring about that after uh, Merce Rules the World. Really, once I did Varsity Blues, and people were connecting with Friends Blues and uh, and like the girl songs, I was like the the relationships I was going on, and like reading that Rolling Stone thing about or reading how many songs were about love and the top 500 songs. Like, my my approach to rap was changing what I thought I could bring to the culture. Like, these these intentional choices to make an album with Ninth Wonder and break out of the Def Jux barrier, but keep it on Def Jux. To stop rapping about rapping as much and bring new subject matter and emo subject matter in coming from a, a, a black rapper, because Slug was doing that, and allowing him to influence me, um, even the things that AC alone was doing, like uh, pushing those ideas forward in the music were important to me. So my pin game, I don't say it was weak, but I wasn't working that muscle as much. Uh, it's, yeah, being able to, to, to really conquer a topic, but make it a popping song, not where I'm beating you in the head. Like Nature of the Threat is a great on-topic song. My Razzcast, but man, it's dense, and it's not something I don't, I can't listen to on a regular basis. Uh, it's not in rotation. Let freedom ring with a buckshot, but not just yet. First, we need to truly understand the nature of the threat. And a pale man walks in the threshold of darkness. Roughly 20,000 years ago, the first humans evolved with the phenotypical trait. Genetic recessive, blue eyes, blonde hair, and white skin. Albinism apparently was a sin to the original man. African, so the mutants traveled north of the equator. Cause Europeans later, the first race haters. So is the devil's alpha to the base. Cause history's best qualified to teach one. Quote in German philosopher, showing now what every white man is afraid of. So how can I give you, deliver a concept, maybe give you some some knowledge or perspective and wisdom or whatever or make you laugh or whatever tell you a story but make it palatable where it's not like oh that was a great story i never want to hear it again there's lots of raps that are like that man that was a great story never want to hear it again how can i make trevor and something where the whole crowd's waiting to say ever like that is where my pen is but when i'm on this track with fonte we're doing mob deep so how can i like make it swag yeah picture where perfectly land where the dodge that trying to get some money with some pussy on the side of that 
Who and fake gangsters trying to find where them dollars at? Trying to get some money with some pussy on the side of that. Never have to ask where my killers or my riders at. Who and fake gangsters trying to find where them dollars at? I love Gangsta Boo. I love that song. Where the dollars at? It's not a diss, but it was a diss to fake gangsters. Once again, fake gangsters who can't rap to me had invaded rap. If I don't believe you and you suck, I know that's a contradiction. I know, I know, I know, but we're human. But that's my line. That's where I draw the line. Some people don't. Like my friend Scott Lee is a great chef, has an Italian mother from Brooklyn. He made us fettuccine Alfredo, and I put ketchup on it. He still. This happened in 1998, I believe. He still will bring this up and get ang- visibly angry about it. And that's well within his right. I love my brother, Scott. But he is, everybody has their things. Like, I don't, I don't, it's not, I don't think it's contradictory, but uh, I don't know why I told that story. It's not a contradiction, but it's just, everyone has, has their, their things. I like, I guess, yeah, it's contradictory. Like, it's, to me, it's it's fine. It's like to, I'm like it's tomato sauce. It's fucking just you put tomato marinara. This is American marinara is ketchup. Let me, bro, chill out. I'm putting mar- more marinara with your fettuccine sauce. I'm making a pink sauce. It's called stroganoff. They have it at fucking uh, what's that fucking place in L.A. Bossanova, Bossanova. They have pink sauce. It's just ketchup and and Alfredo. Fuck you, mean man. Ketchup and mar- um, Alfredo marinara. I have weird quirks. That's why I brought it up. Like, I I can tolerate gangster rap if it's bad, but it's authentic. I can tolerate it if it's fake, but very good rap. But if you're inauthentic and you're rapping, your rap has to be exceptional for me to tolerate your inauthenticity. If it's inauthentic and your rap is mid or bammer or whack or whatever, I don't know, whatever kids say for whack, like I'm starting to be hip. But if it's trash, I can't. That's my line. I like ketchup on my fettuccine Alfredo when I ate Alfredo. If I get vegan Alfredo, I'm going to put ketchup on it. And I don't need Scott or anyone else mad about it. Scott Weingart, Scott Lee, any Scott I know. Fuck you, Scott. I'm putting ketchup on the Alfredo. Moving along. Well, not moving right along. We are going to talk about Lola and this, this great woman who... I was able to work with and meet, and she was just so fucking cool, man. When I tell you she's one of the coolest people, like John Cena level cool, like, man, Gangsta Boo, Lola was just a cool-ass woman, cool-ass homie. Like, damn, man. We have a song called Where My Homies At. You should go listen to that. Maybe we'll play a little bit of it here. You can catch me in the fast lane, bumping that Tupac. Machiavelli, I ain't pop, thug life till I drop. Drop me off for 830, medical weed, so I can stay chill, cause I really is a psycho. Hips a bitch all day, 24-7. My boyfriend skateboard for a living, plus I'm winning. Buy you losing, take your loss. It's gonna cost you like a boss. Most of my homies is getting their money, they straight. Toast out them haters out the click, ho. Bennett shirt, you know, got a team of lawyer motherfuckers. Back to black. Amy, why 
I got to shoot a video with her and everything and rapped about my minivan. And that's the thing. It's like, if I get on a track with you, I'm not changing up. I'm going to do me to the fullest. Uh, I'm going I'm to bring up the Dodgers with Fonte. I'm going to talk about my minivan. Wherever I'm at, I'm going to bring it, but I'm going to hopefully make it work with what you do. We went from hanging on the block, talking that shit, to hitting up the daycare, picking up kids. Look at us now. We all growed up, pulled up in that white minivan with the doze up. Throw the kids in, rear-facing car seat. My 15-year-old been up on his iPad all week. Turn the music up, satellite radio. Rude, Drew, and Sear, man, them motherfuckers crazy, bro. White people Wednesdays every week at PTO. Now all the single moms want to come and see my show. Rock the bells VIP with the homie Dub C. Mother and a daughter both showing off they double Ds. Where the homies be? Pico and Clover D. Me and City, bitch, and we I'm going to play my alto sax because I play alto sax. You know what I'm saying? If we're doing something far out, if we're doing a big band, if we're doing whatever type of jazz, I hope that makes sense. If we're doing bop, whatever, I'm going to play. But I'll try to, you know, harmonize my content because that's to me how I'm a writer. I'm not a singer. So that's how rappers should harmonize. You don't become another instrument because then you're not playing. That's why I used to tell people with pay dues, like, come to pay dues and do your set. I want to do, this is an example I always use, I put Brother Ali before 3-6 Mafia and then Lecrae. I want the Muslim or the woke Rhyme Sayers fans to be there for 3-6 Mafia, and then I want the Christian fans who want to be at the front of Lecrae to have to see 3-6 Mafia. And I don't want Ali, Lecrae, or 3-6 Mafia to change anything about what they do. Just be exceptional. That was my philosophy. Honored to have her do a song with her. God bless that woman. May she rest in peace. And it's, as I do this podcast, it just reinforces, like, it, I don't know if you have as many people in your line of work that are passing away at the rate that my peers and people I work with pass away, but that shit weighs on me, man. Another reason, another why to run this marathon. Staying healthy. Not that any of these people should have been running marathons. It's just I'm paranoid about my, not paranoid, but yeah, I'm on high alert about my health and everything and just being grateful and gratitude for still being here because it's just, man, it's crazy. Never have to ask where my killers or my riders at. Okay, that's where I messed up. Never have to ask where my killers or my riders at. But we're fake gangsters trying to find where they're not. Where are all my killers? Where are all my riders? Like, that was a, a thing. And I was like, why? Why are you asking? And then why would you raise your hand to be known as a killer? Even if, like, that's just bad. Like, this, I guess this is like the beginning of snitching on yourself rap. Like, why are we raising our hands to say that we've murdered someone? Do you want to be investigated, bro? Like, what's going on? I know I never have to ask. I could just chirp and niggas will show up. Yeah, I'm like, motherfucker, I'll, I'll, I'm just going to chirp these motherfuckers right now. I have to ask where, they, where are they at? They're with me. And they're right here on the other side of his phone. If I chirp this motherfucker right here, he is lighting this whole parking lot up. Because if I have to make this phone call, everyone in this parking lot is going to cry. Including me, because I don't want to make this call, bro. Because when I call this dude, he has no feelings.
I will never introduce you to the person that I feel like I, if shit goes wrong, I'm, I'm not bringing up their name. I'm not telling you where they stay. I'm not telling you if they're male or female, non-binary. I did, I don't hang out with this motherfucker like with anyone else. And when I make that call, it's a wrap. But to me, so that was always foreign. Like, where are my killers? What, what are we doing? Are we celebrating that? Like, that's like, to me, it's like Navy SEAL shit. Like, they don't parade them motherfuckers out in front of, in front of, you call them up for Green Berets when you need them. Like, what the fuck are we talking about, bro? Killers and riders and like, I doubt your killing ability if I see you dance too well. <laughs> like, you know, not that you can't be, but I'm just saying, like, if I see, like, are you, you know, like, the Navy SEALs aren't in the club when, you know, they're on high alert, bro. I'm sure they have their rec time, but man, it's like, I don't know. Uh, it always bothers me. Where are my killers? Where are my riders? Like, uh, we're celebrating the death. And then also, like, really, if you're going to raise your hand at that point, I have some qualms with taking you seriously. And then you you are supposed to be with your killers and riders. Are you asking for your fellow killers and riders so that you guys can celebrate at the killers and riders convention? which also should probably be investigated by the police if you're going to do, like, what are we doing, man? Booing. Boo, boo. Shout out to Facts One. We're going to go on a sidebar here. On the tour with Masterminds way back in the day where I first got to go on tour with Mr. Lift. Early East Coast tour. We go to a diner after a show. Whatever's open, we eat. And uh, <laughs> halfway through, there, everybody's quietly suffering through this horrible meal. And Lift's DJ at the time, the homie Facts, goes boo looking at his plate i'm like what are you doing my nigga what's going on he's like i'm booing this food it's like i've never seen somebody but it was so bad that we all felt it like he booed the food like full-on cupped his hands over his mouth loud as fuck (laughs) aimed his this mouth at the plate, bent, leaned over his plate and full on booed his food. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes, the guy who directed the Hustle video, John Mazik, has a great story about booing. But, uh, I'm gonna tell it here, man. Maybe John will get mad at me, but I won't say who it is. But he, he was at a college talent show and he had a friend that was a blood um, but reformed and a Muslim. And everyone knew he was trying to like walk this path, but knew that he had a past. And uh, I guess before he started rapping, like he had been in the talent show before, I think in one doing like blood type raps, but this year he was coming as a, as a man of faith. So he wanted to say a prayer. And I think I'm not, forgive me if I fucking like Allah, the most, you know, magnificent, um, uh, you know, what? I don't know the prayer, prayer. I'm not going to fuck it up, but beneficent, blah, 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 like the attributes, like very pure. And somebody in the crowd was quiet. I can't even like imagine it's like, like, you know, like a killer is praying. What the fuck are we doing? Like, you got to be shut the fuck up. And somebody went, boo. And John said the motherfucker snapped out of the prayer. You mean who boo, blood? <laughs> it immediately, I think, like jumped and punched the dude or threw a chair at him. And then it was just a massive beat down, <laughs> like brawl. But it was like from, uh, like, you know, praying Allah the most. Blah, blah, blah. Boo, who boo, blood? 
<laughs> just immediately back to like, who booed God, blood? Like, don't boo the Lord, bro. Oh, booing is such a funny thing. Like, to have to muster up at the good life, if you wanted to boo somebody, you said, please pass the mic. If you didn't come with it at the good life, it was probably, you know, a traumatic experience. It was the please pass the mic. And that's the last thing you want to hear at the good life. Please pass the mic. We ate him up. That please pass the mic, the hey ho, you gotta go, you gotta get him out of here. Which I uh, took for inspiration for Groundways. Uh, if you don't want someone rapping, is thank you, come again. Very polite. Because, man, boo, a boo will bring something out of motherfucker. Boo. But boo, hey, who decided that? Like, where does that? I got to look up the fucking the etymological research has to be done on boo. But, man. Illest in your state, went on a tour date and more great than your grandfather's father. Tell you, I know it gotta hurt them as they stand by the slaughter. Ought to be locked away when I rock this way. Getting rocked on the, the illest in your state. This is what I'm trying to get on my mob. The illest, son. The illest in your state went on a tour date. And I'm rapping about tour like that's all I fucking do. At this point, 200 shows a year. That's what I think it said on the sticker for this album. Two, two years back to back, I think I did 200 shows in a row. That's 200 shows, not counting the travel dates. The illest in your state went on a tour date and more great than your grandfather's father. Tell I know it got to hurt him as a stand by the slaughter. Ought to be locked away when I rock this way. Getting rocked on the airwaves, but not for play. Play too much, don't play with me. But getting airplay, but don't play with me. Bars. Getting rocked on the airwaves, but not for play. If my heart should stop and I drop today, I went against all odds and I got my way. Arato way. Arato vato is something I heard growing up a lot. Like, I always said, like, like, this is when I was putting me lean the cochina and, and felt too. Next time I get hungry, I'm gonna drive to Pasadena because I just gotta see ya. Me linda cochina. Representing for the Chicano influence on Los Angeles as a whole, Black Los Angeles, Korean Los Angeles, Filipino Los Angeles, Jewish Los Angeles, White Los Angeles. You know, you could look at a Jay Adams or any, it's just any like quintessential LA, like there is no LA without. There wouldn't be LA without Mexicans, like, or El Salvadorians or Ecuadorians. There wouldn't be LA without Mexicans, Black love, brown pride in the sets again. That influence, the Latino influence. I always wanted to rep, um, and maybe I'm a, 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 a tryhard. I've gotten some pushback from that, but, uh, you know, I've also got a lot of love because of it. So, you know, whatever, love it, hate it. As long as it's not, to me, it's disrespectful. As long as it's not extremely disrespectful. Not trying to appropriate, but uh, Arato is something I heard of growing up. Some of my homies use, and uh, that's just this is it. Or it means like in a minute, 
way is like dick, like way, like fool, like way. I think it's like like dick, like like I was learned certain words are homophobic, and I didn't know because I just like parrot. I'm just like repeating what I think sounds cool, and uh, yeah, that we talked about that. Like that's a problem with I like I try not to be too comfortable in somebody else's house, but I don't mind when like white people saying yo that's dope or fat like you know whatever fat it's lit whatever you know it's just you know y'all we all know whether you're white black or not, when your auntie when your white auntie gets to it i'm not going to use the word karen tina when 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 aubrey when Aunt aubrey starts saying it's lit we know that it's time to move on we all know white black the culture is time to hip hop culture is moving on so that's why it's dangerous when my white friends start using slang properly and appropriately, and it's okay. It's just my auntie, even my auntie, like when my mom starts saying it's dope or don't diss me, I know it's over. So it's not, but it's just a, some, there are some older black aunties that pull it off. I have not met too many older white aunties that can pull off hip hop slang. So that's just, that's the danger of it. So I don't know if me saying it out the way was appropriate or not, or if someone felt seen. But I do know when I started doing that, I started to get more brown people at my shows, and I thought that's great. Some, something else I try to do with pay dues is fighting to have, you know, and people have their thing. But I'm, you know, things that people don't see that I do, like the intentions I put, you know, with pay dues. Tumex is the only rapper to ever do every pay dues because I could not have a festival in Southern California without that representation. Reverie, Cycle Realm, you know, like that was a fight for me originally to get Cycle Realm on pay dues because they brought this in. They're going to bring the Cholos. They're going to, I don't care. Bro, this is ours. Like Kubrup said, this is ours, cuz. <laughs> this is ours, man. This is ours, blood. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, another homie from LA hit me up. I'm gonna start saying both just so that. Now, when I'm in here talking, I'm really talking to myself, and this is how my inner dialogue sounds. I cuz myself a lot. I cuz my children. I try not to get mad when I do it, but I don't want to offend anyone. So, I, and now that I know that there are actually other affiliated parties listening i gotta act accordingly and still try to be unfiltered i'm not trying to be cool like this is just really how i talk to myself and i talk to uh, how i talk to my brother when i started to make the effort not to code switch i want to talk to everyone how i talk to my brother because that's the person i've been talking to longer than anyone else my mother but me and my brother have had sidebars and we slept we shared a room for so long so like late night, first first person I talked to in the morning, first person I talked to before I went to bed for many, my formative years was my little brother. 
So the, to me, that's my most authentic voice. And that's the voice I've been using here. So if anyone, once again, is offended by me saying, cause I'm not trying to offend you. It's just, I am trying to do this podcast as purely in a stream of consciousness as possible. And <laughs> the cause consciousness <laughs> flows through, but I can add a blood in there every now and then. But uh, yeah, man, pay dues. That was an intention. to support as many Chicano or Latino, Latina, Latinx, whatever, however you identify rappers. But look at Pico Union now, downtown to Hollywood. Every celebrity looks and acts like the Prallyhood. We didn't see you on the block back then. It means that you're acting while the rest of us are dodging and acting, huh? From Los Angeles, bang it, my city so dangerous. Angels in the sky with the thugs and the gangsters. Los Angeles, bang it, my city so yeah. dangerous. Uh, Angels in the sky with the thugs and the gangsters. Y'all know where I'm from. Think I already know who I roll with. OG Endo in the blunt. And it's time to hit the brakes, go, go, bitch. You know, bitch. This a blessing. Palm trees and sunshine. This year, Rolling Loud is doing a great job of incorporating um, a lot more Latin Mexican American acts. I see the, the posters when I'm jogging by the forum and so far. And I'm, I wish, I, the funny thing is, Rolling Loud is the weekend of the marathon. I would really want to just go check out that stage or those acts because um, I'm not familiar with a lot of it. And Reverie's doing a great job, I think, of collaborating with and working with a lot of artists, um, other brown artists. So I'm, by watching her page and being a fan of hers, I'm learning. Same way people were fans of me learned about Atmosphere, same or Ninth Wonder, same way little brother fans learned about me or Atmosphere. I, atmosphere fans learned about me. I love that about hip hop that it um, leads to other things. It's very comic book nerdy, like how to connect the whole hip hop universe. And I try to connect it with intention. Oh, we didn't talk about Joe Scudder's great course. We animals, ready for war, destined for combat. Pretty city, you tape, and then rewind that. You want beef, motherfucker, never mind that. And if you owe me money, bitch, nigga, better find that. We animals, ready for war, destined for combat. Play the CD or tape and then rewind that. You want beef, motherfucker, never mind that. And if he owe me money, bitch, nigga, better find that. We animals, ready for war, destined for combat. Play the CD or tape and then rewind that. Somebody merge where your mind at. Merge 316 meets foreign exchange. Keep your I think, uh, I don't know if Tay wrote this. And of course, he didn't let Joe Scudder say the N-word. Um... But yeah, the, the beginning is epic. That bang. Man. Getting to rap on these beats was such a blessing, bro. And I think I did it the best I could. And I think that's why. And uh, maybe we fell off. But maybe like I, I still get excited. Like there definitely are ninth beats that I have songs to that y'all haven't heard. Maybe I'll hear one day. I still get excited when he sends me a beat. 
I still feel that excitement. All the way when we get to brighter days, the battle. Man. Your story will end before it begins. I throw your demo CD on the floor of my bins. I got four girlfriends, one ex and two main chicks. Trip cause they all fell in love with the same dick, the same nick. Who used to drop bars at lunchtime, laugh the dumbass to the bank, put all these punchlines up front line, pressing out the I wrote that all in my head, like just because I love listening to that beat. I was like, I don't even want to write it down. I want to listen to this as much as possible. So I'm just gonna write this whole song in my head. I haven't done that in years, but that, like, I saw, I was fired up. Like, these are the beats I have been waiting my whole life to rap on, if that makes sense to y'all. The KMD song that we played earlier, like, with the vocal sample, uh, Rainy Days, like, a lot of the, uh, what's the song with Nas? Through the lights, cameras, and action, get a, I want to love you, but what is it? Through the lights, cameras, and action, glamour, glitters, and gold. I unfold the scroll, plant seeds, the stampede, the globe when I'm deceased. But in the beast, arise like yeast to conquer peace, leaving savages to roam in the streets, live on the run. Police paying me to give him my gun. Trick my wisdom with the system that imprisoned my son. This vibe with vocal samples and the beats, this chopping, I didn't have the musical acumen or vocabulary to describe what I wanted, but when I heard it, that night from from ID, I said, I got to talk to this guy. And then when he gave the beat away, I was so hurt. I was like, I got to go to your house. Like the music dro- dro- drove me. And that's how music should be made. And so for so long, I'm such a writer for so long. Rap was it to me. Music, it was me writing. This is when rap became music to me. This music pushed me and drove me, compelled me to the, to write this way, to do these things, to say these things put me in a room with Fonte to arrange this song and brought Joe in. And Joe was just an unsung hero, man. I, You know, whatever it was where he didn't make the record he needed to make or wanted to, I wanted him to make and stick stick with rapping the way I wanted him to. He has a great life. We talk on occasion, but man, he's one of, the, one of, the, one of my better friends I've made in rap. I really enjoyed his friendship over the years and his art, man. I still, when, uh, every now and then, as you know, not to name drop, but fight, like I'll text, uh, Alchemist, cause I think Alchemist is another great rapper. People that, like Dilla and Al are two rappers I think are great. They get overshadowed by their great production. I mean, that was all due respect, but I text Al. I like, man, that verse, I'll text him a bar. He'd be like, oh yeah, Joe wrote that. Joe Scudder wrote that. That's a ongoing joke that Joe Scudder's ghostwriter for, uh, Al, cause we both love Joe. And a lot of people who know Joe and work with Joe, um, had he chose rap as his path, there was nothing stopping him. And it's sad I ain't even reached my full potential Till I stepped in the game with full credentials Stars on the collar, strikes on the sleeves Remember when I used to spend nights in the breeze Sleeping in the car, speaking in the bars Joe got rights and now I'm weakening your odds Y'all dudes lames and names equal out the frauds Y'all ain't men, you bitch, better get your bras So you can hate, I really ain't concerned Say what you want when you motherfuckers learn I don't listen to shit that they tell me Got the evidence, so fucks with the AOC Yeah, I put 
stamp on it. Got the game in the lock, I put the clamp on it. I'm going straight to the top, I bet the camp on it. Grands on it, they proceed with the plans on it. Any cash to snatch, you know that my hands on it. The fans want it. Any stage, I'll stand on it. Oh, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Like, pay dues, I'm bringing that up. A tour that I felt we missed out on, I tried to pitch during this thing that didn't happen for whatever reason. I was telling them, like, if little brother, if we drop this record, y'all drop y'all record, y'all drop um, the minstrel show, we drop this. Ali drops something. Gene Gray drops something. Me, you, Gene Gray, brother Ali. Like, y'all got the South. Gene has the East. Ali has the Midwest. I got the West. If we do a solid tour, we will light this whole scene on fire, bro. Without a doubt. That was like, I was like, oh, shit. We will rock out. I still think that tour could have changed a lot for the scene. Yeah, it would have been a great live show. It would have been a great, imagine that. But that inspiration, putting that together, led me, I think, later to really realize paid dues. Because that, that happens next. Murray's Revenge happens next. I sign a record deal next. Uh, yeah, it gets interesting. Love y'all. Have a good one. I'll see y'all soon. Thanks for listening to the Best Rapper in L.A. podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing on Spotify, Apple, wherever it is. If you like the show, leave a review on Apple Music or Spotify. And to support the podcast directly, go to patreon.com slash M-U-R-S 316, March 316. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.